You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to this week's Word Bros. This week, we've been talking about My Little Pony. So I am Pinkie Pie, and I'm joined by my my always... This is, your, this is your perfect intro? Yes. <laughs> Word Bronies. Stop. Don't ruin it, man. Word Bronies. I am Pinkie Pie, and I am joined by, as always, my, my favorite other pony, Twilight Sparkle. It's me, baby. That's me. <laughs> Twilight Sparkle is uh, great. I am your Twilight Sparkle. Twilight Sparkle is my favorite. Sophie is a big fan of Rainbow Dash. She likes Rainbow Dash. Connor likes Rainbow Dash and Pinkie Pie. So, yeah. But I like Pinkie Pie because she's ridiculous. Yeah, she's very silly. I like Rainbow. Uh, Sophie. Sophie's a Rainbow Dash kind of gal. And then Bobby likes Pinkie Pie. Do you know, did you know that Idris Elba is in the movie? In the My Little Ponies movie? Yes. No, I didn't. Yes. That's awesome. Idris Elba is one of the voices in the My Little Pony movie. Now That's I have amazing. To, now I have to go. Like, now like, I'll go see it just to see Idris Elba. Yeah. yeah He's our man crush. So even, if you don't know that, I'm word, I'm word bronies. We're not word bros this week. It's word bronies. I don't even care if he's a horse. He's still handsome. Yeah, he's, he's still a handsome horse. Yeah. He, he so, could be a centaur. I'm with that. This week on the pod, we got uh, my man, man, good dude. Ooh, you can't do that. I know. I, um, that's fine. I yawn every now and then. I'm tired. Uh, my man, man, Don Carnitas, he's a really good guy. It's Cardenas. Cardenas? Yes. He's Cardenas. the illest mother grubber from here to Cardenas. He's been, <laughs> he's been working on this book now for four years. It's called Pack of the Low Country. Their Kickstarter just launched, I mean, mere days ago. So you can hop in on that. Don's an interesting dude, and we're going to talk to Don right now. intro for you Dard Con- don cardenas in packs of the low country with matt damon as don carnitas don 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 so don what's up buddy oh just plowing away at every inconceivable and conceivable thing that could like come up now uh, thing on kickstarter hey that's what we are doing my man you got your packs of the low country kickstarter before we get into that um tell me how did riff of the uh, riff tober come about for you because don's a oh. bass player don's a bass player and kevin is also a bass player so you well, guys have I was, that in I common. A singer but I, but I play bass yeah yeah you do play bass though so i'm not yeah. when i say well, you're a bass player kevin i mean like you know how to play you are capable of playing the bass i am yes 
Well, I started off as a bass player many years ago myself, and I guess mentally I probably still consider myself one, even though I play my guitar more than anything else. Um, but Riftober uh, kind of started last year when uh, I wasn't playing my guitar very much, and I kind of needed to do that because it's like the one hobby I have left now that I do comics is kind of my job. Uh-huh. So I... Uh, I'm like, you know what? Uh, Riftober sounds like a thing. So then I just like, you know, searched Riftober like on Twitter and like Instagram to see if people were doing that. And there's like one or two people who did something like once. And then there's also these vocal people who are doing like these vocal riffs. Okay. And it's very like, you know, Broadway kind of stuff and things like that. <laughs> once you're a jit, like, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette yeah. to your last iron day. Like that? <laughs> Kind of yeah, October. Exactly. All right, okay. Exactly. So, um, uh, you should record. You should just post that up and hashtag. Um, Riftober, bro. I don't. The thing is, at this point now, you shred so much during Riftober that I don't want to. I can't compete with you, Don, and your funky bass lines and your sweet. I mean, Don be killing it, dude. Like, follow him on Instagram. He's got some sweet riffs that he be playing on the funky so, bass lines. It really started off with just me wanting to play my. Uh, my guitar more and more consistently so i'm like you know what? i'm just gonna give myself like a half hour you know i have a you know this drumming program and all this other all these amp simulators on my uh my computer so it's just not to worry about disturbing anybody so i just plug in my headphones take a half hour and try to figure it out and, then and, per- and proceed to shred <laughs> i you call it shred, but you know i i think of guys who actually can play like super intricate lead lines and things like that and that's shredding to me but yeah so it's really just i kind of either approach it with i have an idea in my head and i just try to sit down and figure it out real quick find some drums that match it um or i if I, i'm running i'm empty that day i just kind of like search through drum patterns and kind of just like noodle around a little bit until i find something and wow. sometimes sometimes it works out pretty well sometimes it's like well i, I did a thing um, and then, you know, through the magic of technology, I pretty much just recorded on my iPhone, like me playing it as I record it. And then I just export it out as MP3, mash it up on my phone and iMovie and throw it up there. You've got, I got to teach kind of jamming then. Yeah. It's really cool. Well, it's, awesome. it's, it, it's a result of a jam. Um, this year, uh, I've been trying to get my guitar buddies to join in with me with it, but they all pretty much don't but uh josh flanagan from ifanboy he's a, a really good guitar player much different style than me but he kind of like took up the challenge as well and his is much more like kind of jammy because he kind of sets up his camera in his basement as he turns up his amps and stuff and he's just kind of noodling around so his is a little more uh honest i guess than mine <laughs> you know the, mine aren't perfect in terms of uh performance or anything like that there's definitely times where it's a little bit off time here or there because i'm just but, playing it for the first or second time done 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 hang on hang on first off i like steak but i don't want to go watch him kill the cow bro i just want the steak <laughs> so I'm, I'm okay with the magic of editing and things of that nature i think you're fine buddy yeah so it's, it's there's no cheating it's just yeah I, I go through it a few times and um some are definitely rougher than others but yeah i i do have a hard time with it on it because I don't have a lot of time to go on these things. So, you know, 
I might stretch into like 45 minutes depending, but more often than not, if it, the longest thing it takes me is like technical issues. <laughs> I've, like, always, I've always thought it was a cool idea. I always liked Riftober. And I, well, you, I, you got some nimble fingers, bro. I'm impressed. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because I, I, I notice it, they get better as I think the month goes on just because <laughs> I'm like the rust off from not doing anything. And then, uh, so yeah, I, I'm glad people really enjoy it. And it's, you know, if you're drawing every day, like Inktober is great. You know, and I try to do that too, but if you're drawing every day, it's like, I need a break. So, you know, Ritober has been a, a nice break for me. And, you know, I get some ideas for some things for it, you know, including uh, stuff that's going to end up on the, uh, the Kickstarter. So Nice. See, Speaking and, of which, nice segue. That's what I was going to say. That's a professional segue right there. Don came all the way back around, brought it all the way back. That's, prof- that's professionalism right there, kids. <laughs> and I was going to say, tell us about packs of the low country well for those who uh may not know uh packs of the low country is uh independent series from myself and writer john dudley uh it's set 16 years after our world has been invaded by all kinds of monsters all shapes and sizes uh no one knows where they came from but they came wrecked havoc and took over parts of the world for their own so our protagonist bastion he uh, was a young boy when they first showed up and he survived and has been growing up behind the walls of the last protected city but now that he's a young man he's like i want to go out and see what's going on uh see what happens with everything and he gets chosen and uh kind of forces himself upon a mission to uh investigate rumors of a second city that survived so uh, he joins a team of people he doesn't know and dives into the uh, low country and bad things happen to him and others. And uh, yeah. Nice. It's about monsters. So, you, so you're, you're the artist. Yes. Great. It's, uh, you, now you've been working on this book because when we first met, I want to say we met in 2014, I think, in person. Yeah. So you've been working on this book for a really, really long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've been, uh, John and I have been working on it off and on for about four years now. And, wow, that's uh, crazy. You know, it, you know, it seems like a really long time to be working on this book. It's, you know, we both had full-time jobs. Uh so, you know, drawing time is, you know, worked around that and things like that. And it was, a, it was a very ambitious project. We really put a lot into it. Um, the process for the book itself was just pretty intensive between me and him. We didn't really go from full scripts or anything like that. We kind of just like John had like a general plot idea for the issue. And then we would have several phone calls, hammer it out. I would do thumbnails. We'd review those go back and forth you know change beats uh say what happens if you know this happens to this person and things like that and then you know i would do another step of layouts and then from there we have it all hammered down and then john would do the final scripting once uh once everything's inked up that's even cool. when st- even when stuff was penciled but you know there's sometimes i got to a panel i'm like no nah, it's different now so john's been uh you know john's the one who uh, put out the call for an artist, but he's been incredibly gracious and uh, welcoming of all the ideas and uh, changes I've suggested for the book. So 
That's cool. And you guys, and you guys have always kind of presented yourself as a, as a team, which is nice. It, to it really, it really is. I think with probably a handful of exceptions, we could not tell you whose idea was what. Yeah. Just because there are so many times where I'm like, Hey John, what if we do this? And he's like, perfect. I want to do something like that. And other times where it's like, he's like, Hey, what do you think about us doing this? And I'm like, I was just going to ask you if we could do something like that. Maybe not in that way, but you know, have that effect. And so it was really, you know, the most collaborative thing I've ever worked on. That's awesome. Now, now like, Oh, go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you find now, do you find that to be uh, based on your experience as an artist? Do you find that to be a better way to work with a writer in a collaborative sense than just from the script and like kind of like just draw what I write uh, kind of thing? Or do you, do you find draw what I write to be easier for you than the collaborative way? Um, I would say it really depends on the story. Mm -hmm. And because I've, I've worked with a handful of other writers who have, for the most part, all provided full script mm -hmm. um, to various degrees of do what you want with it to other ones like you know uh keep this the same or uh oh you know you can you have some freedom here or there um all has all styles have their pluses and minuses i think i liked there are times where i was definitely not a fan of being beholden to a certain uh shot in a panel that a writer was really insisted insisted upon but then there's other times where it's like, you know, so much freedom between me and John. It's like I'm giving myself more rope to hang myself with. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it, I think it, it's a very big uh, gray area trying to say like, oh, which way is better? Which way do I like more? It really depended on the project. With PAX, I couldn't imagine doing it any other way. Uh, with some of the other stories I've done, like I think that was probably more the right call with, you know, kind of just uh, working for more stricter guidelines. Right. Now, um, now you've been working on this book for four years. I'm sure your art style and your, your, your craft has grown from the time when you started to the time you're now. Do you have to go back and like redraw pages or like rework things because you're not happy with the way they look now as opposed um, to then? Well, uh, I will first and foremost say that you know, I'm proud of everything I've done because I know the amount of work and thought I put into it. Mm -hmm. um, though, you know, I recognize the flaws in, you know, everything I draw, like the minute I draw it. <laughs> that's, but, uh, that's terrible. That's but, <laughs> but, you know, you fix the things you can. Yeah. And um, I, I was telling this to someone else last night that if you want to know when the artist, an artist is truly happy with his work, it is the period between when they first take a picture of it and right before they hit send to post it on online. <laughs> the minute that picture shows up online, they're going to see that one thing that they did not get right. And it That's doesn't matter awesome. who you are, you're going to see that. And you'll be like, you're, it's going to be the one little thing that no one's going to care about. Or people are going to be like, oh my God, that looks that thing looks amazing. How did you do that? And you're like, no, that's not what I wanted. But, um, so it's a mistake, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> to, to circle back to your question, it's I'm not redrawing anything. Um, okay. The only time I ever redrew anything was after 
I got the colors in from the first issue. I um, had gotten a lot of feedback from people, from some pros that were kind enough to kick my ass a bit to, uh, you know, tell me some things I did wrong, things I was that were distracting or what, or what have you. So there was some fixing there, but there's only so much you could do because there were, you know, the colors were already done. We couldn't yeah, 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 afford yeah. to have them done again. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of like, well, you, you know, I, I cut a lot of teeth on this book. Right. Uh, I think I had some really nice looking stuff in the first issue. Um, and I also think uh, I had some stuff like, well, I, I definitely learned from there, but then I think with each issue, I can confidently say there's less of the, uh, oh, I wish I would have did that a little differently then. Oh, dude, but you know, you're right though. That, that feeling never ends because Kevin and I will be looking at a script that we've written that's produced, that's in a comic that we've actually made. And I'm going, oh, I should have used a better line there. And it's like, why didn't I think of that eight months ago when I wrote the damn thing? Like, why did the better line come to me now when I'm looking at my finished product? Sitting well, at my, yeah. sitting at my and, table, bored at a show. <laughs> and I think I could, I could speak for John when, because I know for a fact that, you know, he felt the same way because, you know, John would do the final scripting after everything was done. But then for him, like you, I'm like, okay, he's doing the final script. Everything's done. But then for him, it kind of became a drafting process. As yeah. Well. Right. Because, you know, he would get it lettered, he would come back and then he'd be like, Oh, you know what? I want to change. Even now we're, you know, tweaking uh, script parts and stuff like that for the book. So if you have all five of the issues we've released, there are definitely things that are different either streamlined or just outrightly dropped interesting i think that's part of the process though because um like like you were saying about collaboration that's something that we notice about stuff that we do when we turn it over to uh sean who edits a lot of our stuff um he mostly can't tell who wrote what and that speaks to the collaboration between bob and myself and then also to speak to what you're saying about packs of the low country um well, I did a book called Oathbound with with an artist named Paul, who was on the show a couple episodes ago, and uh, Paul Gorey. And um, we had the same thing happen where we edited. We had different parts of the book we had to fix, but you can only, like you said, you can only fix so much. But we've learned more since we first released it. So we decided to fix it with captioning. And so I had to go back and rewrite captions for the first, I think it is, eight to 10 pages of the book. Uh, so, and that helped more guide the, the process. So I totally understand what you're saying with that because you will grow as a team. You will grow as a, a writer and or an artist on a book and, and there's only so much you can do to fix it. So. Yeah. It's, and also like lately, you know, we've been sending out draft of the books for people to review and, uh, and all that for, for promotion and reviews are coming in and I'm seeing reviews on art that's four years old. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, like you, you don't want to like, again, I'm proud of the work I've done. You know, I will stand by it because you know, I did it. I, I am not going to uh, shy away from anything that, you know, I'm, I'm putting this out there because I believe people will enjoy it. Oh, totally. So, you know, don't take my, you know, self-loathing. 
me trying to say like oh i'm not trying to give you a quality product because yeah. you know it, there's definitely i just feel that you know uh I, I do feel that you know i think by the the last page of the book i i believe you both read the draft we sent right mm-hmm. i hope so you guys had time too so i think by the last page um people could probably see a lot of growth and kind of seeing how I, you know, I, my approach probably changed a few times on things. And, um, I hopefully, you know, everyone thought for the better. So I dig it. I dig it. And this thing is, I mean, this is a monster of a book, man. 171 pages, dude. That's just crazy. That's a great yeah. Kickstarter, man. That's well, a lot of stuff. The Kickstarter itself is going to be over 200 pages. Damn, wow. dude. The book, the, the story pages are 171 um oh so you have pages of extras you have like behind the scenes yeah there's some uh you guys saw this in the draft there's some great like back matter stuff uh with these uh we call them the tier letters um where there's these letters in between the chapters where uh john's kind of fleshing out the world a bit more and you know some people love that stuff some people just skip right over it but you know your your experience i think is heightened a little bit more if you you know yeah. Read, read the prose um, that that's in between those in between those chapters, and then of course we're gonna have the you know from script to pencils to, to layouts to that kind of fun back matter stuff as well because I love seeing that stuff. That's oh the, yeah, dude, yeah. You know yes. when I get like the latest Invincible hardcover, like I almost go to the back first. <laughs> Otley and Kirkman have you know all the the stuff uh, behind the scenes stuff you can see. Um, yeah, I love all that kinds of stuff. And then on top of that, we have like, like a pretty like deep bullpen of like pinup artists that I'm incredibly. Dude, your your pinup your your list of pinup artists is literally it's like a who's who of comic superstars. Mike Norton, Bryant Level, Ryan Lee, um, Natasha. All I can't pronounce her last name. Uh, because I'm not, I'm not good with phonics. I'm to ask her how to pronounce it. Cause I'm like, I'm gonna be saying these names on podcasts. Yeah, so it's, it's Altharici, I think. Yeah, uh, she's yes, she's the genius behind uh, the smash hit Heathen. Yeah. I mean, Jason, Jason Copeland. I mean, everybody, dude. I mean, this yeah. thing is like a who's who. I mean, it's really impressive. And you know, I and the fun part is, you know, I can literally call like, you know, I'm obviously friendly with all those people. You know, thanks to Twitter and social media. But, you know, half those people, you know, I could probably call my friends like Brian Level, like he's my dude. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know I'm, you know, I've, you know, had, you know, dinners with him. I've had, uh, you know, breakfast with his family. Like it's just. Yeah. Brian's a good dude, man. Um, so, yeah, you know, Jason uh, Copeland, you know, who I think is like people sleep on this guy so much. He's so great. Yeah, his art's amazing. Dude, Kill all, my, Kill all Monsters is fantastic. It is. You know, it's such uh, a great book. And then, you know, another, uh, a local guy that people like, I don't know why he's not as, you know, he's not doing some, some crazy book is uh, Tyrell Cannon. See, I don't you know, know that name. I don't know him either. You just, you, if you guys look him up, like, you're going to be like, what? He's real good buddies with Danny Warren Johnson. And um, they. I'm looking him up now. Yeah, Danny Warren Johnson is amazing. Yeah, it's completely different stuff. styles. But I'm like, I'm like, you know, people associated, you know, like all the eyes that are on Daniel right now, deservedly so. Um, I'm like, I'm surprised people haven't seen Tyrell stuff pop up within that. 
and like snatch him up to do something because his style is like slick and just but like so like solid and he's doing this inktober story where he's doing like a page one page story you know a whole story but he's doing like one you know panel page per day or something like that and that's it's, pretty rad um so you know i got you know and i can gladly call him a friend and uh you know we got people like kelly williams kelly's a beast dude he, he's like you can't have a kickstarter and not have a kelly williams pinup like <laughs> <laughs> you got to have awesome. that and then um we got uh another local guy jonathan uh, lamantia who uh some people might not know but he recently did a cover for heavy metal oh cool that's great um, and uh i met him through uh i had a piece in uh an official the thing art book i saw that that was very cool um so i met him because you know he's a local guy and he was organizing a signing for all the people who were kind of local that contributed and you know so we we hit it off pretty good so i'm like i definitely gotta have him because he's just got a crazy like he did a cover for heavy metal that's all you need to know yeah and i will say i mean uh there's one thing that you are don and you are a super nice dude you're honestly one of the nicest cats i've ever met in this business like you're just you're super friendly and really nice and you're just a really good honest straightforward dude and i've always liked that about you man. i appreciate that i i do my best yeah and you're really good at twitter like <laughs> kevin is also very, twitter is a it's a it's a it's a finely tuned skill and you're very good at that it doesn't feel like it, but yeah, nah, dude, you're, some then, of your tweets are just, I mean, they're mic droppers, bro. You're just crushing it. <laughs> so, um, and of course, you know, you know, Ryan Lee, like I know I've known Ryan, <coughs> sweetheart of a man. Um, <coughs> Joe Moldy, another guy I'm surprised isn't like drawing Spider-Man right now. Like I don't <laughs> So, but well, yeah, it's, 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 it's a uh, ridiculous the amount of the, amount of talent but i was able to like convince pretty, pretty easily because we have like a list of like 20 names because I, I i you know you know so many artists you don't want to offend you know like leave anybody out so i'm like <laughs> i can't i can't sit here and actually physically choose people well you um, also can't have everyone you know you no. want everyone but you can't have everyone. no so i but i did you know i just did kind of a randomizer like and then like the first 10 people I asked said yes. So I'm like, okay, I don't have to go further down the list, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's just don't <laughs> ever just don't let anybody ever see the list in your birth. That's a good problem to have. Man. Yeah, because you don't want somebody to be like, why was I 15 on the list? Why is that guy ahead of me? This is ridiculous. Well, that, 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 that it wasn't ranked. <laughs> but uh but yeah, yeah, I just did a random, you know, the digital pool the name from the hat and then the uh Yes, but now I got ten other names. If I do another Kickstarter, that I can like, okay, I'll just take take these because it's all amazing people. Now, what are you? Now, what else are you working on? You said you're doing this professionally now. Like, what else you got going on? I know that's the next question. What well, else I, you yeah. got? Um, well, right now I'm. Uh, I have a story that's going to be in the this nightmare kills all fascists. Oh, that's that nice. Funded. Um, that was funded back in July. Right, we had Eric and, on the show. To yeah, talk. yeah, yeah. Um, and he said, "You guys said nice things about me, which was nice." Well, I mean, of um, course. So I got my story with him, and then uh, that I know that some people are still working on there. So I'm thinking that's coming out early 2018. That's cool. Um, I'm also developing a uh, 
another creator-owned series with uh, Steve Bryant. I like Steve. He's the uh, the Voltaire dude, and uh, yes, he yes. also did. Um, what was the name of the other book that he did? Uh, uh, Ghoul Scouts, right? With Action yes. Lab. But yeah, he's a good dude, man. He's very talented. Um, act on the topic of uh, of that, it's um, well, it was a, it was a project I approached him with because he and I, you know, he was like the first creator I ever like really had a conversation with mm-hmm. when I, you know, started reading comics again back in oh, I want to say oh, uh, two thousand eight. So, um, you know, over the years we've got, we've got, we've struck a pretty good friendship and, uh, we've been always looking for like, let's do like a one shot together or something like that. Or I keep like insisting, like, let me do something with Athena Voltaire that he keeps kindly saying no to. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm supposing, no, it's Steve. Steve has his plans for that character and, uh, he knows what he's doing, but, um, no, he's always been like, yeah, we got to find something. So I finally was driving uh to work one day and uh this idea came to me with you know, i gotta keep it under wraps because we haven't pitched it out yet and it's still being worked on but uh it's very you know it was something that like struck me to like yeah this is a story i kind of need to tell that's cool All right with uh so you know i approached steve and you know I'm like steve do you want to be like my co-writer on this you know like so basically steve and i like co-plot it and he's scripting and uh so we kind of just you know in terms of like you know talking about process like uh we talked about the plot hammered it out he's doing but he's going to a full script and then i'm working from that when i do my pencils oh cool okay on on a topic of ghoul scouts um the artist of ghoul scouts mark stegbauer and you know a great artist and also a phenomenal professional inker will be inking this book oh that's awesome okay that's awesome he has, you know, he has that slick, polished line that, you know, I don't think I will ever be able to manage myself. <laughs> I can type, I can do really tight pencils. And, uh, but when it comes to my inks, my inks are always much looser than my pencils, which is kind of like the opposite of like 99% of everyone else who works. Everyone always <laughs> has like a random blob of a thing. Oh, it's my pencils. And then they have this beautiful, tightly inked piece. But, um, so I'm like, I need to, I need someone to like really uh, bring the, a shine to this. And uh, Mark said, yeah. So, you know, we're working on it. We got some pages ready. That's awesome. That we're, ready to, we're waiting some, for some colors on it. And then we're going to be pitching that out. So that's cool. So that's, now, you know, yeah. Now, when does the Kickstarter go live? Are we live now? Because I know you sent no, me like, a, okay. So, but th- this will be out on the, this will be out in November um, we are launching November 1st. Okay, so yeah, so by the time this episode comes out, you will indeed you'll be live. You'll be live, yes. You'll be live, okay. All right. Um, we'll come out the next Thursday. If you're, you know, if you're uh, listening to this now, yeah, we're definitely live. Um, I'm secretly hoping all our early bird tiers will have already been snagged up. Yeah. But just in case, you know, everyone's like, everyone's first question is like, What's the book tier? What's the first tier I get this book? And our early bird tier is $25. That's not bad. Wow, that's good. A 200 plus page hardcover book. Yeah. Oh, hardcover. Um, Look at you. Yeah, we're going for gold on this one. It's You're a big gold. <laughs> you are fancy. Our, our, our overall goal is 15000 It's a huge task, um, as right. everyone keeps reminding us. Uh, but we're like, you know, we 
love this book. We think it, you know, it's going to be a great looking uh, whole package deal. Mm-hmm. And we're doing everything we can in terms of our tiers and extras and things like that to try to like really make it something people are, are excited about. So for that, for that $25 level, you'll get the book, you'll get, you know, a high res PDF of the whole thing in case you want to have it digitally as well. And then you get an MP3 download of an original 15 song soundtrack that I made for the. That's awesome! Wow! So it's almost worth it just for the soundtrack. And you know, if for some reason you know you're like, you know, I like music, but I don't like comics, we will have an early bird special of one dollar. Gets your name in the book, and you get a uh, download of the of the soundtrack. That's pretty dope. That's nice. 15 songs for you know a dollar. And you help us out a little bit, like you're like you're like John Carpenter, man. Like John Carpenter scores all the music, <laughs> that, movies. You know, you yeah. bring that up, and that's like, you know, primary influence number one in both the scores and with you know some of the imagery and the the mood we were trying to get with the book. That's so. awesome. Yeah. And I tell John you, what, Carpenter is is one of my favorites. So if you haven't listened, to, if you haven't listened to his music, his music is surprisingly good. Like it is good. Not even oh. just the scores for the films, but just like music that he's created. No, on those it. those Lost Themes albums he had out recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're really great. So that's awesome. Well, yeah. Don, man, I'm wishing you nothing but the best. You're you're a wonderful guy. You're one of the nicest guys, like I said, I've ever met in this business. I haven't seen you since what since Comic Con of last year. But every uh, time, yeah, it's it's been too long, Bob. But every time I see, it's always it's a wonderful occasion because you're such a nice fellow. And uh, we wish you nothing but success on this book. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully your ass. Kickstarter will kickstart to the to the fullest. Hopefully, your Kickstarter yeah. will kick ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plan, man. That's the plan. Well, Don, thank you for coming on, man. We really appreciate having you. Again, the Kickstarter is live now. Just go to Kickstarter and search uh, Packs of the Low Country, and you, yes, you, can get all this wonderful stuff. So, Don, thank you very much, wait, man. Wait, so, where can we find you on Twitter? Yeah, or- yeah. Oh, um, I keep it very simple. My uh, Twitter and my Instagram and my uh, Facebook art page are all Don Cardenas Art, and so is my website, so... That's Cardenas, C-A-R-D-E-N-A-S. Or just look at the show notes of this lovely podcast. And look, yep. Hopefully Bob spelled it right. And then- uh, I got it, I got it. I I can copy and paste Don. He's a pro, he's a pro, son. So Don Cardenas Art, that's Twitter, Instagram. Uh, If you like just uh, bad puns and GIFs, certainly hit me up on Twitter. If (laughs) If you just want riffs and drawings, hit me up on Instagram. That's, that's, I keep that, that pretty uh, clean with just art and music. So there you go. Awesome. I tell you what, Kevin is the gift master. So you guys can have fun just gifting each other back and forth. Dude. We would. It's the we preferred uh, method of communication for this, for this generation. I think it really is. It I'm really starting is. to get good at it. Oh, uh, dude, Kevin's gift game or gift or whatever, however you pronounce it. I can't even pronounce it. I'm so old. Yeah. It's tight, son. It's tight. If you say it's anything else than gift, it, uh, there's no hope for you. Yeah. Kevin GIF. is tight. You're not talking about GIFs, are you? Because <laughs> choosy moms choose GIFs. Yeah, buddy. Those are the two things I have. Uh, Kevin everything was, else I, I got mean, rid of. You don't know this, Don, but Kevin was big time, dude. He was on like Ozfest <laughs> and stuff like that. What? Yeah. Yes. Yes. What was your band? Okay, you guys tell me your band. Uh, the name of the band when we were doing Ozfest was Six Step South, but you won't find anything on us. Uh, have you ever okay. heard of Divine Records? Divine Records. It, I want to say yes, but they were big in the early 2000s. It was Sharon Osbourne's record label. 
Okay. The, main, the mainstay band, the first band she signed to that label was Slaves on Dope. Okay, I've heard of them. They did a they did an album called Inches from the Mainline because the main the the singer Jason he used to be a heroin addict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's their band. What was your band called? Six Step South. Six we had to change the name. It was Slayground when we played around here, and then we had to change the name because of legal reasons, is what she told us. So Six Step South. I mean, like that sounds familiar. You won't find anything up there. But. Yeah, but what, I mean, what, you, what years did you play Ozfest? Uh, we didn't play actual Ozfest, so that's where Bobby. We just yeah. Darren was our manager. We we went to Ozfest. We played the big day. You you know, remember when they had Ozfest and then they have the big day off tours where they do mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. side things. Yeah, yeah. We played those. Okay. So it wasn't actually Ozfest. It'd be like um like the bands like Nothing Face and um Spine Shank and mm-hmm. all those guys would be playing in a club and we'd be the opener. Okay. Okay. So it's completely yeah. different, but. It but was hey, it was big time. Yeah, none deep. of my yeah, none of my bands ever really got far. <laughs> I mean, it was you could say it was far, but it, I don't know. Sometimes I think about it, and it doesn't feel that far. Like you no, know. it's 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 a goalpost that's ever moving. But yeah. I was never I was never like this is what I want to do for a living. It's like I'm the guy who's going to be like 45 and like is in the covers band. I'm you know playing once a month at <laughs> yeah. some crappy bar. But he's, like, what, but he's like loving it because you know. that's what I feel about my comics career. Sometimes I'm going to end up being that guy, 45 goalposts <laughs> keep moving backwards. <laughs> You're just sitting at the table by yourself, old yeah. and grizzled with a cup of coffee in front of you. And being I, like, buy the comics. It's either this or hanging out with my wife. <laughs> I've considered hanging myself with an extension cord in my garage several times. Just wouldn't be worth it. Kids might find me. <laughs> That's good. Don't don't be that guy. You'll be all right. No, no, I'm saying I'm gonna be that guy. Don't no, don't be that guy. Don't be fine. No, I I I have a very uh, level head about this. because um, even talking to my wife, she's like, What happens if like things never work out. I'm like, then I get a job and I keep doing it. Like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, right now, you know, the primary reason I'm not working full time is because we had our baby. So, and I was able to make some money doing art and a small part-time gig that I do, you know, have some, you know, bill paying steady income to come from. But, uh, you know, well, congratulations on having a baby. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, she, she had her eighteen-month uh, checkup today. Whoa, that's awesome. Yeah. So. It gets it gets easier. It gets easier. It. I don't know. And then harder at the same time. So yeah, it does. Yeah, it's it, 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 harder. It gets easier, but it gets harder, and then you totally mess up the equation by having another child, and then it's easy and hard all at the same time. See, yeah. I don't have to worry about that because I can't reproduce my osmosis. <laughs> so if I if I was actually a badass seahorse as I claim to be in my Twitter, then I could actually carry babies. But I I can't, so I'm good. Like I can only don't, have don't give up on your dreams, man. <laughs> don't give up on your dreams. You're right. <laughs> well, well, one boy is all I have to deal with. It's it's easy until he has like a million like today was a million questions about Star Wars before bed day. Yeah, well that's that's <laughs> just but you know what though that's just any day before bed like it's easy yeah, like, to like stalling me i'm all right guys it's bedtime <laughs> i'm gonna use what you love against you dad <laughs> he's totally a sith lord at eight yeah my like biggest lightning from his eyeballs and his fingers <laughs> my biggest challenge right now is like why won't you eat like solid foods <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a banana, not a squishy toy. <laughs> Just wait until they're five, and then they'll want to eat everything five minutes before bedtime. So don't worry about. It. Yeah, anything to stall bedtime. Yeah. you'll have to deal with that in in literally like five years, six years probably. No, sooner the it'll be sooner. My son's four, and he still does it. Oh, really? Yeah, like smile. So we'll, we'll put him to bed. My wife and I will start watching Star Trek for one of the podcasts that we do or whatever, and my son will come out and go, "Is this Star Trek?" I love Star Trek, and he just sits down on the couch and starts like, "No, nah, dude, go to bed." I love this show, Daddy. He's like the dude that comes to your house that's not invited. It's like, oh, you guys watching Star Trek? Is this? I love Star Trek. He sits on your couch, and you're like, I'm trying to sit down with my wife. No, no, no. He's like Bro Man from Martin. Yeah. Cool. Deep reference. Just wants a sandwich, man. Bro Man. <laughs> That was Don Carnitas. Carnitas? Cardenas. Cardenas. That was Don Cardenas. Good dude. Nice cat. I like Don a lot. He's a, he's good people, man. Carnitas is what you would get at a Mexican restaurant if you wanted some sort of meat love that involved pork, I believe. I, I love Carnitas. Yeah, Carnitas. Carnitas uh, aside. Carnitas aside. Yeah. So, so yeah, Asana. man. Don's a, Don's a good dude. I like Don. And I hope his Kickstarter funds. We have a pretty good um, track record here with Kickstarters on this show. It seems like a lot of them work out. So what I'm saying is when Kevin and I roll out our Kickstarters, you motherfuckers better support it or I'm going to come to each one of your houses and beat you. Please. I mean, that that could be a Kickstarter reward if you yeah. don't. I will you, come to your house and we'll, fuck you up. We'll come to your house and four horsemen jump you. If you if you back on Kickstarter, we'll spare your life, son. <laughs> we won't be throwing fours up while stomping a mud hole in them. <laughs> There'll only be two of us, but we'll still be throwing fours up. Yeah, because, I, mean, I mean, it'll feel like four men beating you, baby. <laughs> before men stomping a mud hole in a man. Good yeah. Lord, Tony Schiavone. That put that man in the turnbuckle, just stomped a mud hole in him. Put him in the tree of woe. <laughs> Somebody got to stop this. Somebody got to stop it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so it's been cool, man. We've had a good time. Uh, and uh, yeah, just, just surviving, bro. You're just surviving? Just making comics. Making comics is hard. Oh, making, uh, making comics is hard. For those of you that, <laughs> that don't know that. For those of you who don't know. It, making it, comics sucks. It can be hard. Yes. There's times where, you, where it's like the greatest thing in the entire world and it's like Christmas when you get finished art and you're like, wow. And then there's other times where you're like, oh God, why? So, yes. Also not super fun. Um, but whatever, man. We, we, we're just trying to get it done, baby. That's all. Don't persevere and drop bows on this comic game. Drop, drop bows on them. Drop bows throw them bows um so yeah so thanks for listening to word bros we're having a nice time uh, we really appreciate all the feedback we've been getting from listeners it's been a lot of fun um thank you so much to the loyal word bros fans it's been a like i said we've had a really good time doing it we really appreciate you guys listening to the pod so we, we really do and please leave us reviews so we can go up in the uh, rankings on on itunes and yeah. stuff so more people can hear we appreciate it yeah buddy love you guys love you dudes Love you guys. All right. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com. <laughs>